Hello, and welcome to Stories of Strangeness, episode 54. We're just going to have to wait a moment while Zoe burps quietly away from the microphone. <laughs> no, it's okay. It was just a little whoop oh, inside. Oh, a little, little bubbly bubbly. Yeah, but okay. it was... Okay. I've decided that we, we generally launch into this a little bit too quick. So we're going to, we're just going to. I mean, we've been doing it for two chat. years and suddenly yeah. I want to change. Suddenly I want to change everything. Yeah. Let's, Gosh. let's do the last bit at the beginning and no. So it's, it's spooky season. Spooky season is upon us. So. October. Yep. I've bought my little bat skeleton that talks. Yep. Hi. Yeah. Let, let's just clarify. You make it talk. It doesn't talk. It's jaw moves, which means yeah. it can talk. Hello, everybody. Yeah. There's, there's no muscles to actually move the jaw. And oh, do you know what? I'm going to go into this now. This pisses me off. I get... <laughs> so, fine. It's a, it's supposed to be a bat skeleton, and I get it, and it's supposed to be some spooky reanimated thing. But it's got ears. <laughs> when you see people who've painted pictures where, like, fantasy pictures where a giant skeleton is leaning against a mountain or something like that, and they have the hands still wrapped around the sword... And I'm like, what's holding those bones together? They would have fallen off as the muscles well, disintegrated. Because I saw one the other day, and it was like a battle map for Dungeons & Dragons, which yeah. I play quite a lot. And I loved it. It was really well painted, and it was beautiful. And it was this massive giant skeleton resting up against the mountain with a sword kind of on its chest. And the jawbone had dislocated and fallen off, but all the finger bones were still wrapped around the handle. And I'm like, what's holding them there? There's no muscles. Gristle. No. There's like gristle in between your your links, isn't there? <laughs> in between your knuckle, like in between your joints, there's like the gristly bit. Yeah, maybe. The thing is, but... like, you, do, you do find a lot of skeletal remains in the right, if they're not disturbed. If they're not disturbed. Like, yeah. all kind of, you but know. If, if you had your hand on your chest and your fist closed, yeah. those bones would fall through your ribs and into the bottom. Right. Once the muscles have dissolved and the, the bits linking them together have either been eaten away or whatever, depending on what you they were would wearing, just clatter through your rib cage and fall to the floor. Same with your, your arm bones. Your arm bone would fall off. Yeah, yeah. your your breast bones would, and even even your rib cage to a certain extent because there's only certain amounts of stuff connecting your ribs to your sternum. Anyway, that kind of thing bugs me. So yeah, you, you don't like the skeleton, do you? Because well, again, I don't this, dislike this it. This bat skeleton has skeletal ears, which obviously wouldn't oh, exist. That, that annoys the shit out of me. <laughs> like, what was it we saw the other day? A rat skeleton, and it had skeletal ears. And I'm yeah. like, I'm sorry. Do you not understand how ears work? Because there is no bone in. Well, there are three bones inside the human ear, but they're yeah. too small to, you know. It was. It's- but this is made up of cartilage, not bone. You... It's all fun, though. Oh, but it yeah, has to be correct like, fun. What, what is bar humbug but for Halloween? Because obviously bar humbug is Christmas. So <laughs> humbugs are mint. Hold on, hold on. You're case. like bar pumpkin <laughs> or pumpkin spice. Bar pumpkin spice. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't have a problem with people enjoying pumpkin spice. But it's, again, it's another thing Yeah, but you don't have a problem with people enjoying humbugs, do you? No, like because they're, just, they're the minty sweets, aren't they? Yeah, people can eat whatever sweets they want. I don't care. Bar licorice. <laughs> You've gone wrong. I'm trying to think of what is like. Oh, hold on, candy corn. Well, that's more of an American thing. Bar yeah, we don't candy really corn. Get it in this country. Bar corn. No. 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 Okay. No. I never really got candy corn. Is it actually pieces of corn just painted different colours, or no, is it it's, sugar? It's sugar. Just it's sh- like sugar. Hard sugar sweets, as far as I can tell. 
but like it's i would liken it to kind of sticks of rock that kind of thing it's like rock so just yeah what sugar. we would class yeah just hardened sugar basically okay you'd be just as well just spooning sugar into your face yeah that's not as much fun get some candy says who you could make a game of it. See how many granules you can get in your Flicking. beard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're getting into like glitter beard territory again. Yeah, which unfortunately for those of you out on Patreon, like, might not make a lot of sense. Anyway, so uh, we were going to talk a little bit about Dharma, weren't we? Yeah, but we went off on a tangent. Yeah. But, so yeah, uh, one of the reasons I've done the subject I've done today was mm. because we've been watching Dharma along with pretty much everybody. everybody else, yeah. and, and I do think Evan, what's his chops, has Peter's. done a fine has done a fantastic job. He's, he's, he's it's, a really good portrayal from what I can tell. Yeah. It makes me have it make me makes me question myself because he's such a beautiful person as well. Okay, and actually sure. such a good actor, but he's too good because he's awful. Yeah. But also I feel very, very sorry for him, which yeah. make, which very much makes Goes me question myself yeah. as well. Because you do kind um, of start thinking, well, you know, there were bits of his life that were pretty rough and blah blah blah. But again, but, like we've talked about you know, there are other kids whose mums left them. There are other kids who got taught taxidermy. Yeah. None of them turned out to be serial killers. So but there's, also, there's, there's a, not all a of this is thing. 100% accurate as well. So No, we, and that bugs me. Yeah, I'm like, like, you had, an, you the whole had a idea, story. Yeah, the, like the, the fact that Glenda is portrayed as his neighbour and she actually lived in a building across the street. Yeah. So not even in the next room or anything at all. Yeah. And... She wasn't the one that he served the sandwiches to. No. It was his actual neighbour. Who and were that a couple kind of and they ate it. And that might, I mean, we don't know. That might have been an issue of rights because the people who actually were his neighbours might have said, Didn't I don't be, want anything to yeah, do with it. I don't want you maybe. to use my name. I don't want anything. So you don't know. But it kind of bugs me when they do the, you know, essentially a biopic. But give false information. But give false information then because then you don't people know. Believe it. It's like that that first little bit. You think, oh, maybe this did or didn't happen. But you know, none of that would have happened. Yeah. Because she wasn't there. She wasn't actually there. No. no. So it's kind of yeah. You don't know how much to believe. So while we've been enjoying it, you do have to take it with a bit of a grain of salt and stuff like that. I think it would have been better if they'd have just done the straight story. But then, I don't know. Maybe it, it was maybe it was too difficult to dramatize in a way that didn't make people want to flee their own living rooms yeah I don't know. yeah maybe but i mean it is pretty bad and yeah i don't want to say don't scare easily i don't get grossed out easily no. at all no, i'm don't. quite desensitized I mean, you're to me for a start true but yeah i'm kind of desensitized to all that kind of thing but when you know it's based on even if yeah there are bits that aren't quite there was still a lot that a, is based a lot on. that's actually real you know and it some is of the very much yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's not great. But we were both quite, well, I certainly was a, li- a little excited by the mention of old, uh, our friend from last Halloween. Ed Gein. Yeah. yeah. And his box of fannies. Yeah. Which wasn't mentioned on the show. <laughs> Strangely, they missed that. Um, they, they missed that, that, that bit out. They, I mean, they talked about the, the belt made of the, nipples, the seats and the, yeah. and the skulls on their head. But they they avoided anything to do with genitalia because that's what would really upset people. It's like, hang on, he was using people's skulls as like bowls for his fruit loops in the morning or whatever. But actually, if you mention the word nipple, people are really going to get they're going to kick off. Yeah, honestly, but But, fine. uh, Yeah, so if you want to hear, if you want to learn about him, Mike did a special last Halloween, didn't he? Last Halloween special, yeah. Was that a minisode? No, it's 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 actually on our main episode. Oh wow, yeah. So go check that it, out if you we haven't did already. It with our previous um, podcast network. Yeah. Of course, yes, I yeah. do remember. Yeah. 
vaguely. It was a year ago. I know. Of, it's like lots so happened much since has happened. Yeah, loads has happened. <laughs> Anywho, without any further... I do. Whatever. Showboating. Motorboating? Not so much, no. No. Doesn't work well over radio, does it? (laughs) 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 I'd like to point out that that was Zoe doing that, not me. Anyway, so here is Zoe with today's full-length episode. Take it away, Zoe. Thank you, Michael. No. (laughs) What? No. That's not that's not the name I use. I don't go by Mike. It is my name technically, but no, it's Mike. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mike. You're welcome, Zoe. <laughs> I don't know. There's nothing you can do with your name. It's three letters. Oh, you can Zowie? I'll tell you what I Zoe? could do. I could put the umlaut over the O or the E or Zoe? whichever one you don't like. I, I just don't, I don't. For a small amount of time when I was a teenager, I you stuck. You almost started for a minute there. I did, but like umlauts, I, don't, I can't remember. If I put it over the O or the E, and I was like, "What the hell am I doing this for?" Yeah. And then I thought, yeah, because what does that make my name? Because like Joe is J O E, so am I just Zoe? You should be Zoe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's why they put the omelette on, to make it Zoe. Maybe. Oh, God. But then you can put a Y at the end, or you can put a W-I-E, makes it more Zowie. Yeah. Like, uh, and uh, anyway, I'm not going to get, I, I don't know how <laughs> people can misspell a three-letter name Yeah. so badly. But anyway, let's go on to someone with a slightly longer name. Countess Elizabeth Bathory was born on the 7th of August in 1560 to a Hungarian baron and baroness, George VI and Anna Bathory. The family were old money with very high social standing, including links to both royalty and government. But this is only partially why we still know the name Elizabeth Bathory today. She would be dubbed one of the cruelest people of her time, a serial killer, a vampire, and many believe she is the inspiration behind Bram Stoker's Dracula. So how does a highly educated woman born into privilege become the monster she is thought of today? Mm -hmm. From an early age, she saw cruelty around her. Her family ruled with an iron fist. They did not treat their people well, and she witnessed this firsthand. Elizabeth is said to have been present for the punishment of a captured thief. He was sewn into the stomach of a dying horse and left to perish. I'm sorry. Yep. Sewn yep. into the stomach? Yep. So the- think Star Wars. Yeah. Into the tummy. I thought these things smelt bad on the outside. Exactly. Wow. Um, he was uh, sewn into that. And acts like oh. this basically established the appropriate way to treat those considered below her social standing. They must have gone through a lot of horses. Yeah, you think. But then they could afford it. At the age of 13, two things happened. The first was that she gave birth. And the second was that she got engaged. Okay, so... So she gave birth first and then was like, probably should sort something out oh, no, about no, no, father no. for this thing. No, 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 not at all. No? So okay. it is believed that the baby was fathered by a peasant boy. Oh dear. And once the baby was born, it was entrusted to a local woman with links to the family, but was never mentioned again. Right. The engagement was to Count Frank Nadasti. I was really hoping for Ducula there, but all right. Oh, yes. Anyway, Frank Nadasti. It was an arranged marriage, 
and his family were big. So the the marriage basically linked lands in both Transylvania and Hungary. They were a real power couple. Yeah, sounds like. So the Nadasti family were one of the richest and most influential families of the time, second only to the family Bathory. Mm. So much so that when they wed in May of 1575, her being 15 and him being, I think, 20 or 19, he actually took her name. Oh, okay. So he became a Bathory. Right. As part of his wedding gift to her, he gave Elizabeth a castle with full staff, a country house, and the 17 villages that surrounded them. It's pretty good, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, it's nice. better than what I gave you, which was... A headache? Yeah, me in a suit, basically. That was about it. <laughs> you were there on time, love. That was, you know... Was yeah, it. yeah, I did my... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm usually on time for things. If, if you're awake. Oh, I'm, I'm... Yeah. Anyway. Yes. So, three years after they wed... Ferenc became the chief commander of the Hungarian troops and led them to war against the Ottomans. And Elizabeth took over the running of the multiple houses, estates and the family businesses. Between 1585 and 1598, the couple had at least five children. Some records do indicate that there could have been more, but they would have died in infancy. And Elizabeth didn't raise her own children. They all had governesses because that's what she'd had. And yeah. why would she want to bother with them? Well, that was just what was done if you were nobility. Indeed. So as far as I can tell, they didn't really have a very interesting marriage. When Fenric died in January of 1604, aged 48, he and Elizabeth Eesh. had been married for 29 years. His cause of death is kind of unknown. Some years before, in 1601, he'd complained of leg pains, and from there his health deteriorated. Deteriorate? Deteriorated. Deteriorated. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. And uh, he died three years later. Some have suggested that his illness may not have been entirely natural, because it was around this time that rumours started to spread. Oh. Now, previously, these rumours had been ignored because the victims had been peasant women. And who right. really cares about peasants? And women. And women. Not the law or the upper classes, it seems. <laughs> Absolutely not. But in 1609, claims were made that it was not only peasants that were suffering at the hands of Elizabeth, but women from noble families. Ooh. So people began to pay attention. Amazing that it takes that, obviously. I know, right. So, unable to be ignored, Elizabeth and, well, her servants, now numbers range from three to five, were arrested. So her and her, her sort of immediate servants were arrested in December of 1609. That seems a little unfair. Why so? How so? Well, because of... The, her servants were probably acting on pain of death. Well, this is the thing. But apparently the people coming to arrest them walked in on something going on that wasn't particularly nice. Okay. So they were like, oh, they're all here. Just, you know, Round we'll them stick up. them in a box. Yeah. Or, you know. Bunch so, of wrong ones. So anyway, the, uh, the king of Hungary had to basically pay attention. And he sent Georgie Thurzo. I want to say. Okay. It's an interesting spelling. It's G-Y-O-R-G-Y. Gorgi. Gorgi. Okay. And he was somehow related, I think, possibly through marriage, to Elizabeth and the Bathories. Yeah. But anyway, he was charged 
to look into the matter and see what was going on. So he and his two assistants started to collect evidence. Mm. Now, they started to collect evidence in March of 1610. She was now in custody, so the townsfolk and local people, you know, they they felt a bit more comfortable having a chat. Yeah. By October, they had secured 52 witness statements. Wow. And by the following year, the figure had risen to over 300 statements from witnesses and survivors of her cruelty. Wow. It quickly came to light that Elizabeth and her servants had been torturing and murdering for a while. The number came in at more than 600 young girls. Wow. Yeah, I was quite surprised by that. Yeah. And it seemed that they tended to target girls between the age of 10 and 14. However, many of the instances of torture held no need for punishment, as at the time, such acts were not illegal. Yeah. So even though hundreds of lives had been either, you know, taken or or ruined, she didn't need to be held accountable. However, there were over 30 cases that couldn't be ignored because they pertained to noble women. Yeah. Because at one point it seemed that she was almost teaching noble women how to be noble women. That was like a finishing school or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People just like send them to her yeah and then she'd do kind of horrible stuff to them yeah and then i guess send them back but then why wouldn't they tell anybody i don't know it's it's a little odd yeah well i mean you know even even then if she's part of one of the most powerful families exactly you don't want these things have a way of getting brushed under the carpet you don't want to sort of make an enemy of her if she's already done some of these horrible things because she could ruin you yeah The stories of Elizabeth's crimes were confirmed by the evidence found at her time of arrest. The discovery of mutilated, dying or dead victims. Lovely. Mm -hmm. The servants charged with being accomplices were put on trial in 1611 and three of them were executed. So these were the charges that were not brought up against Elizabeth because she couldn't actually be charged because she was nobility. She couldn't be put on trial. Just at all. insane, but fine. Anyway, so I'm just going to read through a list of, of some of the things and we'll go through and see what you think. Okay. So, she kept her servants chained up at night with their hands bound so tightly that they turned blue and would spurt blood. Okay. So her general households, sort of, they couldn't get away yeah. and, I guess, tell tales on her. Yeah. She beat her victims to the point where there was so much blood on the walls and the beds that they had to use ashes and cinders to soak it up. Ugh. Yeah. She beat a servant in Vienna so loudly that the monks in a neighbouring room threw clay pots at the wall in protest. <laughs> I mean, could yeah. they have not knocked on the door? Just like, oh my goodness, you're making so much noise. We will do the same. And then yeah. the hotel manager comes up and goes, she's just beating her servant. You've smashed property. I'm going to charge you for that. Yeah, yeah. Like That's going to your security deposit. Yeah, yeah, you're not getting that back. Yeah. She strangled a servant to death with a silk scarf. I mean, compared to everything else, that's pretty basic. She burned her servants using metal sticks, red-hot keys and coins. Mm. She ironed the soles of their feet and stuck burning iron rods into their vaginas. Now, that's got to hurt. I mean, it's going to smart a little bit, isn't it? Oh. God, I can't even... And quite frankly, I'm clenching. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yikes. She would stab them, pricking their mouths and fingernails with needles, 
she would cut their hands, lips and noses with scissors. Wow. Yep. I mean, they must have gone through servants as well, as almost as, mu- as much as horses. I mean, more so, I'm guessing. Yeah. It, but this is the thing, though. You've got if to think, she, probably she some owned, of them stayed as well. Well, yeah, because they, if it's just, like, say, just torture, I mean, just, they're peasants and yeah. are used to being treated like shit, basically. And then it's like, but if they've got a job and they're getting money or they're getting, like, board and lodgings or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, well, do we stay here and work in this massive castle or do we go back and work on the farm and yeah. probably get messed around by people there anyway? Yeah. Yeah. She would use needles, knives, candles, and sometimes her own teeth to cut and mark servants' genitals. Oh, my God. Yep. She would stitch their lips and tongues together. Oh. Yeah. Because, like, a lot of these, this isn't... It's not going to kill them. It's just going to really fucking hurt. Yeah. I I can't even. This one's a... Yeah, she would whip servants with stinging nettles, making them sit on the stinging nettles then bathe with with said stinging nettles, and during the bath she would push the nettles into their shoulders and breasts. I mean, she doesn't sound like the nicest employer ever. No, I mean, that's, I mean, one stinging nettle sting. Yeah. My God, it can drive you insane. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing she's, like, expecting them to be at work the next day. I, I would have thought so, yeah. yeah. She would make them stand in tubs of ice water up to their necks outside until they died. And they just went along with this as well you know like people literally just stood there and died because because well, they didn't what, feel like they had any power to do well, anything the thing else. is though if she's okay they, they probably know it's like if you climb out of there you're gonna die because she's gonna kill you so you think well if i stay in here she might just torture me yeah and it's a bit like the the frog in the gradually heated water kind of yeah. thing it's the opposite of that isn't it yeah oh yeah i've still this we're not even halfway through love <laughs> In the warmer months, she would smear naked girls with honey and leave them outside to be bitten by ants, wasps, bees and flies. She would starve them for weeks at a time and if they got thirsty, they would have to drink their own urine. This one is like... She forced them to cook and eat their own flesh, usually from their buttocks, or make sausages and serve it to guests. She once heated up a cake to a red-hot temperature and made a servant eat it. Another cake, she she baked a poisoned cake in order to kill old George from before. Yeah. And uh, she failed. He didn't die. I'm not sure if he even ate it, but she made it. Yeah. Now, this one I actually thought was quite funny. It's, it's, she is charged with casting a magic spell to summon a cloud filled with 90 cats to torment her enemies. <laughs> Which I'm like, a cloud of 90 cats. Why 90? I don't know. So but could you imagine? You're like, what is that in the distance? Is there a storm coming? <laughs> it's spitting outside. <laughs> and hissing. <laughs> yeah. uh, she had an affair with a man named... Ironhead Steve. Don't know who he was. Oof. Couldn't find out who he was. Yeah. He was, well, I, I assume he's, he survived. Maybe um, his Iron Head was, like, you know, the reason he survived. <gasps> oh, no, it's not Pyramid Head. He's not no, having yet no, another no. affair. Oh, no, no. Damn him. She kept the corpses of five servants under a bed and continued to feed them as if they were still alive. Now, 
I'm going out on a limb here, but I don't think she was mentally completely well. Yeah, I think there may have been issues. Apparently yeah. she did used to have fits when she was younger. Yeah, that's not always a great sign. No, but I think it's more maybe the the nurture rather than the nature. This is. I think it's maybe a little of both, but, but um, yeah, probably more but nurture than I, anything. I couldn't understand. There are servants alive that she's starving, and yeah. the ones that and are dead she's, she's force-feeding. It's like whew, something's not right I believe there, they call that irony, but yeah. not in a great way. So, uh, yeah, that was a little odd. Her victims were buried all over the place, in the gardens, grain pits, orchards, and sometimes, although unofficially, they actually got buried in a cemetery, mm. but often without rights. So it wasn't actually you right, know, official. Okay. Just yeah, just put them in there. Stick them in the floor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There is like one little thing that a lot of people link with her. Yeah. It's often mentioned that Elizabeth bathed in the blood of virgins. Yes. To recapture her lost youth. Yeah, and to keep her looking young yes. and beautiful. Although, it's entirely possible that she did, because, like, after that list that we have just gone through... Yeah, I mean... It, to be it, fair, almost it's not, anything... It's not going to have been the worst thing possible. she's done, in a way. But apparently this was, this was actually first mentioned a hundred years after her death. Oh, okay. So possibly wasn't possibly true. wasn't true. Elizabeth's bloodthirsty and cruel reign of terror coincided with, or possibly inspired, the vampire scares that haunted Europe in the early 18th century. Like I said before, she was thought to be the inspiration, alongside Vlad the Impaler, yeah. of, uh, of Dracula. She actually is in the Guinness World Record book. Oh, really? As being the most prolific female murderer of all time. Wow. And quite frankly, I do hope that no one tries to break that record. I kind of hope she's in there as worst employer of all time as well. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it goes hand in hand, doesn't it? Should do. So, yeah, as she was a noblewoman of such high standing, mm. she wasn't put on trial. She couldn't be put on trial, but they basically put her under house arrest because they were like, she shouldn't be allowed but out. But that's where all her servants are. Yeah, basically, well, some say that she was bricked up in her room. Right, okay. and 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 was like served through a, a hatch. Yeah, and some, but, but then some <laughs> pancakes, slice pizza. of ham. Don't, was pizza around then? I don't know. No. Some form of flatbread. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she. Some say she was bricked up in her room. <laughs> some say she had reign of the house, but I don't think there were servants there. There were armed guards because she wasn't allowed to leave. It's not like they could tag her. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't have an ankle bracelet. <laughs> no. no. But what was recorded was that in 1614, she spoke to her guard and said that she couldn't seem to get her hands warmed up. And he said, oh, don't worry about it. Just go to bed. And she did. Yeah. And she didn't wake up. Right. She died. I mean, not a terrible loss, really. No. And thus thus ended her reign of reign terror. Of terror. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she was uh, just, I uh, can't remember the word, lost to the... Lost to the annals of history. Lost to the annals, not the annals of no, history. Not, no, well, no. Well, she probably would have liked that. I don't yeah, know. maybe. Who knows? Now, there are some interesting pieces because I've, I've I read quite a bit. Mm. Most of the pieces said the same sort of thing. One of the things that came up was that although they had a lot of people giving evidence, a lot of it was hearsay. Yeah. So they weren't quite sure the exact numbers. Yeah. But someone else pointed out that she was one of the most powerful people, almost like more powerful than the royal family. Yeah. And this could have all com- been completely false. 
Really? Okay. And it could have just been to a actually... to overthrow the House so, yeah, of Bathory. Yeah, because it's such an old family with yeah. such power and social standing that they were worried. I mean, were, I'm, I'm willing also, to bet that a lot of the servant torture stuff was probably real. Yeah. But apparently that was, you know, completely fine for the, for the time. Yeah. But she was a woman as well. You yeah. see, her husband had died and to leave her with all that power... Yeah. Now, it was really strange that when she died, rather than her properties all being seized by the state because she was a murderer and, right. and a very prolific one, yeah, no, it got all passed down through the, like, through, through the, through the family line and mm. stayed with the family. So that was another thing that made people go, hold on, surely if she'd been that bad, they would have gone strip her of all her titles, take back all of the land, make it, you know, but they didn't. <sighs> But again, if you're saying that the family was more powerful than the royals of the time, maybe they just made it not happen. Maybe. It's difficult, isn't it? But anyway, she wasn't a very nice person. It and doesn't sound like she's a It's a very ladies, big no. understatement. So, yeah, she had a... She, that's almost worse than a, the box full of fannies under her bed. It was a, you know, a, a gaggle of dead servants she was force-feeding under her bed. And then just all, all the other ones, I was like... Can it get any worse? Yes, it can. <laughs> yeah, that's some pretty horrid shit. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, the 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 kind of the thing that I'd known about her before this was the whole bathing in the blood thing, and that, yeah. that might have inspired the the tales of vampires in in the kind of area. Well, that's it because like if she's bathing in the blood to keep herself young, vampires don't age. Yeah. Yeah, and just. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, very weird one. Although, I mean, Dracula's supposed to be based on Vlad the Impaler, isn't it? Well, yes, but then what did he actually do that was more vampiric? He used uh, to. He do you was, know what? I'm not entirely sure, but I know obviously he used to stick people on on spikes. Spikes, yeah. Did he them eat them though and bite them? I don't know. I because don't know. she did. Yeah, true. She would bite them and. You know, yeah, had this thing for the whole like you know the blood of virgins, which is maybe it was kind of an amount. Well, this is it. People are saying like the the mixture of two, and also in Dracula, what yeah. is his wife called? Is it Elizabeth? Elizabetta. Elizabetta. Okay. So, do you know what? I don't think I even knew that because I always think he's like. After you, you know, he's after Mina Harker, obviously. Well, yeah, but only because she is the spitting image, the spitting image of his wife, of his right. wife Elizabeth. Yeah, apparently yeah. Gary Oldman, when he signed on to play Dracula in the film, yeah, literally did it because he wanted to say the one line: "I have crossed oceans of time to find you." Oh, yeah, he loved that line so much that he agreed to take on the entire role for it. Wow, and that was it. And it was a spectacular role. It was, and it was it was an interesting film in its own right. To be fair, and I think Gary Oldman was very good in it, as he normally is in pretty much anything. Pretty much anything he's been in. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm going to go out and ahead and oh. say, oh, I know what you're going to say. Keanu Reeves was awful in it. He was so wooden. But then I think that worked well with his character. He was really unsure of himself. He didn't know what he was doing. I suppose, but I just, 
I've, I really struggle with Keanu Reeves at the best of time. I know he's got this huge following and I know everybody loves him and he's a really lovely bloke by all accounts, but I've only ever seen him in one thing where I was actually impressed with his acting and that was in The Gift. Oh, he was good in he that. He was scary in The Gift as a, yeah. as a kind of a, a sort of wife-beating redneck type. It was very different and he was for he him. was very good, but like even things like John Wick, I'm like, okay, his his action stuff's really good, but his line delivery is all very monotone. I find him quite wooden to watch, and I I'm not sure he deserves the act. <gasps> How very dare! I don't know. It's like I say, he's he's a really lovely bloke. I know he like paid loads of money to the stunt performers on the Matrix because he yeah. didn't think they were paid enough, and blah blah blah, and you know. He's had a very hard life in a lot of ways with his sister passing away and things like that. But I just don't rate him that highly as an actor, even in The Matrix, like the whoa and stuff like that. I'm just like, oh, I don't know. I think I'm going basically, don't worry, guys. As soon as we get off this, I'm going to be like going to get the soap, shoving it in his mouth and washing it out. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. Unpopular opinion. I just don't think he's that great an actor. Same same with Nicolas Cage. I think he's genuinely terrible most of the time. He's I think he's so got, bad though that it's funny. Yeah, so I, I bad. don't know. I'm I'm not a big proponent of this so bad it's good thing. There are certain things that that do kind of work like that for me, but for the most part, if something's bad, it's just bad as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, but there are some comedies that you watch that I'm like, this is so bad that it's terrible, and you're like, oh, it's supposed to be. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe your comedy is. Yeah, is maybe. It? I mean. My taste in comedy has changed quite a bit as well, actually. Like, I used to love The Big Bang Theory, and then somebody pointed out some of the things that went on in it, and I was like, yeah, I can't watch this anymore. This is really horrifically misogynistic and shit. And not only that, that when they're not being misogynistic, they spend half their time essentially making fun of somebody who's on the spectrum, which I'm like, yeah, that's not cool. Let's not do that. Yeah, I don't know. It's, It's weird because, I mean, I grew up with some horrific stuff like you know like even like the carry on movies and stuff they some were of the just, stuff that was pro- portrayed in you those watch that and, now and go oh god they would you, not be able yeah. to do that now <laughs> yeah and you know there's a reason that the carry on films aren't generally on streaming services and it's because they're awful a they're lot of sexist the racist yeah homophobic homophobic pretty much yeah. like just list everything yeah they're just not nice at all but I do um, remember laughing like a drain to him. But then I suppose being a kid, you learn what's funny from the people around you. And if they don't question yeah. it, you don't question it. So, you know, I mean, I've, I've watched other stuff that are like, you know, I look back and I'm like, oh my word, that was just dreadful. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's just it, some stuff is, is so of its time that you can't view it in a different period and understand the context of it. And I'm not excusing Unless you were there, it. I feel like I can watch yeah. some stuff that I watched when I was a kid and I watch it now and go, whew. But yeah. at the time it was like, that was that was what was good yeah. or acceptable. And and again, like I say, I'm not excusing it. I'm just saying that that's, that was the prevailing opinion of the time. And I'm glad that we're moving towards something that's away from that. Better. Although we seem to be, as a, as a society generally, we just seem to be diverging. So one... One group of people st- still seems to think that that kind of stuff should be how we are. And another group of people are like, hey, what if we're all nice to each other? <laughs> Forgetting, of course, that that's what got a guy nailed to a cross 20- 2,000 years ago. 
for saying much the same sort of thing. Because isn't it in um, a Good Omens? Not good, is it Good Omens? No, the televised one, the where they had David Tennant and yeah, Michael good, Sheen. Yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. yeah, it was Good Omens. And he says, "Oh, yeah, what?" But essentially, what what did he does? I don't think he mentions that he's Jesus, but he says, "Oh, what what did he say that got him so riled up?" And he goes, "Oh, he said." Try and be nice to each other. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Why should we? Yeah. It's it's odd to me that, you know, you, you basically turn around to people and go, hey, you know what? We should be nice to everybody and we should maybe, if we have a certain amount of money and privilege, we should be nice to the people that haven't been as lucky. And some people are just like, absolutely not. No. Because I'm a massive cunt. <laughs> well, you heard it here first, folks. Okay, we've probably just lost a load of listeners now because of your potty mouth. And good because I don't want them. <laughs> you can't handle it. If 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 hearing a word is more offensive to you than people being left in poverty and you know in need Cheers. of medicinal help and whatever, then fine, whatever. But yeah, I'm I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm going to put my flag out there and I'm going to say Elizabeth Bathory was a prick. I mean, massive, massive prick. Huge, unchecked prick, yeah. Really, yeah, horrible, horrible, diseased prick. Yeah, oh, all right, let's just... <laughs> okay, sorry, maybe yeah. took that a bit too far. Okay. Yes, but she she, <sighs> she just wasn't a nice lady at all. And, uh... It certainly doesn't sound that way. Like you say, it could have all been just rumours to try and destroy the... the, the standing of the family or whatever it seems to me that if you look back through very history, imaginative to people be made that up. have been given quite a lot of power tend to be assholes but also it's the thing of like if you were going to say oh she's if you were making it up oh she's tortured people what does she do oh she locked them up she starved them yeah she might poke them with hot pokers some of these details are a wee bit they're, too specific very bizarre and specific to the point where it looks like she's been trying new things and you know yeah. experimenting what, what with ways what can i you know yeah. experiment there, with there's, torture there's, yeah yeah it's just yeah. cutting their noses with scissors oh Ugh. god that's just yeah that's unpleasant at the best of times yeah i just yeah just Blah. there were bits where i was just reading and my mouth got wider and wider and i was like nope gonna close the mouth though you look ridiculous you're gonna catch a fly it was like i'm gonna have to just close this up put it one side and just go and play one of my silly little games just to take my mind off this (laughs) need to take a research break yeah because it was just like whoa that is that is the, the the one of the things about researching some of these topics and stuff like when I did Ed Gein and I'm like oh I thought I knew everything about Ed Gein and this is even more horrific you know yeah all the rest of it yeah you do tend to find out some things that you might not never really wanted to know no but now you know these things and there's no going back but this is the thing because it's so far back in history yeah. We, we're not going to know because there's not going to be... Because the house yeah. burnt down at one point. Yeah, yeah. And then I think it was rebuilt. But um. So, yeah. So what we do when we find out these horrific things is we make a little show about them and so that you can know them as <laughs> well. you know and, them. So uh, we welcome. can share them and <laughs> we can all just be kind of... Just glaze kind of, over yeah, together. kind of miserable stare off into the distance. these things together. Yeah. Yeah, basically, what we do is 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 we uh, share the... we use the misery love company <laughs> <laughs> trope, oh. and uh, yeah, we spread that stuff about for you. 
But hopefully it's a bit interesting. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. It hasn't made you vomit or anything. Yeah, yeah. This was probably not one to be doing while you were eating chunky soup or something like that. Oh, don't accept sandwiches from your neighbours if you don't know what's in them. <laughs> you know, or sausages, it seems. Yeah, like, sausages. Or, just, it makes me... Or so, these pork things sandwiches. make me just, glad yeah. I don't eat meat because I can be like, sorry, yeah. I'm not even going to ask what meat it is because yeah. I can just say it's meat so I don't eat it. Yeah. That, that could be pig or long pig. I'm not going to touch it it's either like, way. <laughs> Do you want a butt sausage? Oh. <laughs> I mean. This is a bit spicy. I'll be honest what? with you, love. That's the first time a woman's ever asked me that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not sure how I feel. It won't be the last. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, little insight into our married life there. Okay, there was so many things I was going to say yeah. then, and I'm not going to because probably it none just, of them are appropriate. The, the, if, the if spiral will just keep going down and yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so there we go. Yeah. So, what did you think? Let us know. Is Elizabeth Bathory the worst person ever to have lived, or is it Jeffrey Dahmer, or John Wayne Gacy, or Ed Gein, or any of these lovely, lovely people that tend to do horrific things to other people? Yes. Yeah, or, you know... Anyway, how would they tell us this? Well, what they would do... Okay. ...is they would write it on a small post-it note... And give it to a pigeon. ...fold it up... No ...to make pigeons. it into a, a, one of those origami cranes. Yeah. Stick it in a river. Stick it in a river, slap it on the tyre of a truck, and hope the truck goes anywhere near our house. Well, why do they put it in a river if they're going to put it on a truck wheel? Well, you, how else are you going to stick it to the truck wheel? Well, oh, I just wet. thought it was going to float down the river to us. Well, okay, we'll do that instead. All right. Okay. So float a little crane. All right. Alternatively, you can email us at storiesofstrangeness at gmail.com. That's so, yeah, better. let us know what you think. Or right. you can get in touch with us on Instagram, which is where we generally hang out the most, uh, which is instagram.com slash stories of strangeness. We're also on Facebook. We have a Facebook page at uh, facebook.com slash stories of strangeness. And there is a, a group button. We'd love to see more people in the group chatting and hanging out it tends to be a little bit crickets at the moment so yeah people are busy got people, stuff to do sure yeah i know it's christmas but, shopping now isn't it oh god don't even start halloween shopping yes halloween shopping, night is accept- shopping acceptable bonfire night only mm. applies to the uk so but yeah get in touch let us know what you think do you think bathory was the worst person ever to have lived that's the main oh question. no i don't think she was the worst person to ever have lived but no, she was pretty bad i think that might go to Hitler Pol Pot yeah oh, Hitler, God, I mean, Pol Pot there's, there's a we'll just have them as a Mao group Zedong. anyway before we get like waylaid on these random <sighs> other things Stalin wasn't nice okay yeah um no if you would like to show some support and love for this little venture of ours yeah. there are a couple of ways you can support us yep you can buy our merch which is on Redbubble yeah if you search for Zoe and Mike. All All one one word. word. And there's our logo on stuff, some random drawings on stuff, you know? Yeah. Have a look. Alternatively, if you would like reams of extra content. Reams? Reams. Wow. Apparently. I didn't even know we had reams. I don't don't even know. We've got extra minisode episodes. We have got time-lapse videos of some drawings. Oh, my God, you finally remembered it. Two years. Yeah. Um. There's outtakes. There's quite a lot of outtakes. Yeah. I can't even. I don't even know what's in those outtakes, and it kind of scares me to go listen sometimes. Mostly, it's just us 
flubbing the lines or whatever. Which and, happens a lot. Yeah. Yes. Reading something and going, ah, blah, 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 blah. that's more you. I just generally okay. swear, don't I? Yeah, most um, Yeah. So, yes, extra content. That's on Patreon. It is. And you can get Patreon for three pounds a month. Three pounds a month the extra gets you stuff. all the extra content, all our back catalogue of minisodes, etc. Yep. There are two free minisodes available on Patreon. So, if you have a Patreon account, and you want to test the waters, you can listen to those two free minisodes and see what you think. Cool. And we've also got a coffee account, haven't we? We do, yeah. Want to throw a random one-off payment to us just to say, yeah, guys, well done. Cool. Um, And I think we're we're basically aiming. I I want to to go on the road. You want to go on the road, I want to buy some equipment to just go out on the road. Okay. And just follow people about, really. (laughs) Chase them down. Just turn up in some random English You there. What's strange about you? Talk into the mic. Yeah, the other thing that you can do to support the show, if you'd rather not throw money at us, which I understand, but it would be nice, is you can subscribe and you can review the show. And tell your friends. Yeah, and tell your friends and family and anybody you think would be Anyone that will listen, just shout on the streets. Yeah, just get a megaphone, stand in a river. That'll attract some attention. But yeah, you can you can review the show. You can review us on iTunes if you're an iTunes user. You can review us on places like Podbean or wherever you listen to to this. If it's Spotify or iHeartRadio or wherever, you can drop us a review and we'll probably see it. And if you like, you can leave us a note on there that says you're happy for us to read it out. Or if you'd rather not, you can say that too. Yes, indeed. Yeah. And I think that draws this particular episode... To a close. Indeed. I was about to say exactly the same thing. Yes. It's amazing, isn't it? We finish each other's... Sandwiches? Yes, absolutely we do. No, I just don't (laughs) let you... No, you've never finished my sandwich. (laughs) I ask, but you you growl like a feral animal (laughs) and back into a corner usually. Now I want a Subway. Oh, don't. Mm. It's... What is it now? It's it's, it's nearly almost 10, 10 o'clock, o'clock at night. Yeah. There is no subway anywhere in this city. No. Small as it is. There used to be, but it ran away. Yeah, it stopped. Anyway, nothing's open. It's you time to say goodnight, nothing. isn't it? I'll make you a sandwich. I don't want a sandwich now. Fine. Change my mind. But yeah, it's time to say goodbye. Thanks for listening. We appreciate your ears. Not Cheerio. in a weird way. Just stop now. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Love you.